You're listening to Asbury University's Chapel Podcast, recorded live from our campus in Wilmore, Kentucky. Asbury's Chapel Service hosts speakers from around the world to inspire academic excellence and spiritual vitality. We hope you enjoy today's message. I am so grateful to be in worship with you this morning. And I am even more grateful to the God of the universe that has given us breath in this moment. According to the Christian calendar, we are in the season of Lent, a time set aside for self-examination and reflection, a time, if used well, has the power to orient us to Christ, our Creator. Lent is a time of repentance, of fasting and preparation for the coming of Easter. The resurrection of Jesus Christ, which is our reason and our hope for becoming the new creation. We are made new in Christ and through Christ, easily said, but difficult to comprehend and realize. It is a journey of a lifetime because it requires a change. Much like the question the rich young ruler asked in Mark chapter 10, verse 17, what must I do to inherit eternal life? He wanted to live forever. He did not want to die. Jesus says to him, You know the commandments to which the rich young man responds, I have kept them all from my youth. Jesus responds, but you lack one thing. Go sell what you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Come follow me. And further in verse 22, it states, at those words of Jesus, the rich young ruler's countenance fell and he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. What is keeping you today from becoming a new creation in Jesus Christ? What is holding you back from becoming the new creation we are intended to be in Jesus Christ? Recently, I was listening to a podcast on one of my evening walks. And the host of the show said, quoting Steve Jobs, a well-known American business magnate, co-founder of the infamous Apple, The question when asked of Steve Jobs about his success, he said he became an overnight success in 25 years. 25 years and a gadget that none of us can keep aside. Another scholar, a sociologist said to change a society, quoting a study of a European country, and I believe it is Sweden, They wanted the citizens to have a healthy lifestyle. And so strategically, they scaled back parking lots to eliminate the overuse of cars 
and create space for bike paths and walking. Over a period of 30 years, an improvement was noticed in the lifestyle of its people, evidencing health and happiness at high rates in their society. We don't become new creation overnight. It is a process and a journey we all have the invitation to. No one is left out. No one is left out. It is on this journey we are made new and we become Christ-like. We are all at different points on this journey of becoming Christ-like if we choose to engage it. Some of us engage it. Some of us don't. Some of us, frankly, don't know what to do with it. We're all at different points on this journey of becoming Christ-like, and some of us are doing our best as long as we can remember to live out our Christian convictions. Some of us are hesitant to even begin because we're not quite sure. A dissonance between orthodoxy and orthopraxy just quite does not line up for us. There is a gap, a disconnect, if you would, in what we say we believe about who Jesus is and our actions. Our text in 2 Corinthians 5.17 states, so if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything, everything has become new. What a compelling life that must be. Everything old has passed. Everything has become new. Anyone wishing the old would no longer rear its ugly head? Our hurts, our pains, our losses, our fears, our failures, our anxieties, our rejections, the list can go on and you can contribute your own words to that list. Anyone hoping for a new opportunity at life like the rich young ruler. Paul, the author of 2 Corinthians makes a very compelling case because he himself experienced a transformation that altered the trajectory of his life, making him a new creation in Christ. Acts chapter 9 provides for us an account of Paul's conversion, which was very dramatic. And many of us may not have an opportunity at such a dramatic conversion, but we all have the invitation to experience Christ, and we do so in many ways. Paul went from being a persecutor of God's people to becoming an advocate, from being an accuser to one who blessed others, from one who was called to kill people for believing in God by his authorities, but now 
calling people into a life with God, an unimaginable transformation, an unimaginable transformation. John Wesley says about 2 Corinthians 5.17, a true believer in Christ is a new creation, and it's only the power that makes a world that can make a Christian. And when we are so created, the old things, the old nature we possess passes away even as snow in spring. And we just witnessed that this morning. Behold the present, the visible, the undeniable change. All things have become new. Do we have the ability to imagine the new? We have new life. We have new senses. We have new faculties. We have new affections. We have new appetites, new ideas and conceptions a new nature, if you would. Our whole tenor of action and conversation is new, and we live now in a new manner, a life marked by the fruit of the Spirit, as stated in Galatians chapter 5, 22 to 23, the fruits of the Spirit being love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So we live a life marked by the fruit of the Spirit, but also growing in every godly virtue as mentioned across the scriptures. But to specifically elevate Micah 6:8, where the prophet says, you know, O mortal, what is good and what the Lord requires of you, and that is us. The Lord requires that we act justly, we love mercy, and we walk humbly with our God. Paul is the prime example of a new creation in Jesus Christ. Wouldn't you want to be a prime example for someone else, generating hope where perhaps the flame of hope has been extinguished. Paul is the prime example. The trajectory of his life was altered significantly so he could live his best life. Paul now sees everyone from a new angle. And what is this new angle? This new angle is a new vision, a new understanding that has been working itself out in Paul since his conversion. The old way in which he saw people was a human way. Human judgments are not merely inadequate. They are also tainted with prejudice and bias because we assume about each other based on our own interest in mind. Let that sink in. Human judgments are not merely inadequate. They are also tainted with prejudice and bias because we assume about each other based on our own interests in mind. Since Paul's conversion and his conviction that Christ died for him. He thinks in a different kind of way. 
Biblical commentators say once according to the flesh, now characterized according to the Spirit. Paul's judgments are now controlled by God's Spirit. However, prejudice and self-interest govern us too much to even entertain this notion of becoming a new creation. And yet, the opportunity still stands for each one of us today to become the new creation in Jesus Christ, to become a people whose lives are marked by a new way of thinking and a new way of being, a life marked by the nature of Christ, who humbled himself for us. And as I was reflecting on those words, it came to my mind that Christ, who had no sin, who had no reason to apologize, who had done no wrong, humbled himself for us and became for us the gateway so that you and I can live our best lives. I don't have to convince us of this because we're all trying alternative ways. But if I may, I want to invite us today to consider the way of Jesus Christ. And even more mysterious about this Jesus way is that Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, is doing his work of transformation in us. You are invited. I am invited. We're all invited to become the new creation. Will you accept this invitation today? Will I accept this invitation today? Will we together as the community of Christ accept this invitation today? For you see, it is when we become all of us become a new creation, we will see the kingdom of God realized on earth. It is necessary for all of us to inhabit this new nature for the transformation of our world. The suffering we witness in our midst, oftentimes the suffering we experience ourselves, will continue until you and I each one of us become the new creation in Jesus Christ.